the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here once again with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and only for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only. And I know that may sound crazy, but it's actually true. And for going on 10 years now, Gary and I have been doing everything within our power to assist people in a process that for many people is is far more difficult and certainly something that they don't truly understand or, or feel comfortable with and to help people make a decision that is well-informed is, is based on the, the best possible terms, arguably, they could hope to get. And the service that we provide is, is really unique because we actually, of course, go with the client and are with the person that we're assisting every step of the way. Um, we don't, as an example, you know, have you go see someone and they're going to take care of you. Um, I, I wish it could be done that way. It, it just arguably, it can't be done that way. It, at least, um, I, I don't see how. And, and the reason why it can't is because often, um, even the people that are going out to buy a car, you know, arguably don't know the, the best way that they should approach it. And, you know, it's nothing personal, but I, it, it's, it's actually a, a very true statement. You know, often when, when people reach out for advice and I hear what their needs are, um, it, it's quite clear, as an example, that it might be in their best interest to lease a car. But because of either information that, you know, they've learned over time or what they believe is the case or how they think they understand how leasing might work, they might be like vehemently opposed to it and not even willing to, to listen to how it might make sense. And of course, you know, Gary and I, we're not here to, to sell you. We're not here to persuade you to, to see things the way that we see them. We're here to help you understand how the math works and, and how it how you might benefit depending on your personal circumstances. And as it relates to leasing, um, you know, it's obviously not for everyone and nor should it be. With that said, 
and I've said this over the years numerous times, there, there are quite a few people that, that should be leasing a car today that aren't leasing a car and are making a, a, a bad decision or, or bad monetary decision by approaching it the way that they are approaching it. There, of course, are people that have gone into leases and, and not fully understood what they were doing and even if they did understand, could have certainly been, you know, overcharged or, or taken advantage of. Um, that can happen regardless of how you're paying for it, whether you're paying cash, financing it conventionally, or, or leasing a car. You can get a really, really good deal or a really, really bad deal either way. It just depends on the individual circumstances. But as I was thinking, you know, over the last few days and, and talking with, you know, numerous clients, um, the, the average car loan, and this is as of a year ago, so the third quarter of 2019, um, as, of, as of then, the average new car term on a car loan was 69 months. And, you know, if you hear that, that's, you know, um, 60 months is five years, 66 months is five and a half years, 72 months is six years, and the average loan term of a new car is 69 months. And, and so, you know, Gary and I talk about this quite often. We, we don't feel that, you know, you should ever have to finance a car seven years, and if you have to finance a car that long, you arguably are looking at a car that you perhaps cannot afford. And our purpose is not to help people hurt themselves or put themselves into positions that are, are not in their best interest. And with that, here's, here's something that I think is even scarier than, than the average term of a new car loan at 69 months. And this is, again, as of the, the third quarter of last year. The average term of a used car loan, and I, I feel terrible when I say this out loud, but it's 65 months. And I, I don't know if that's registering for you know, anyone that might be listening this morning, but um, think about what I just said. I, I'm pretty sure that the average used car is not four months old, um, and God knows how old the average used car might be that is you know, being sold and, and financed in, in America today. I'm, I'm sure I could look up what that year might be. But more importantly, if you heard what I just said, how can it possibly be that a person is making it make sense for them to, to buy a used car and on average finance it only a few months shorter than a brand new car? And you know, as I talk about this a little bit, it, 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 to me, it's just crazy when you say it out loud. But from, from there, um, and again, this is all, you know, as I mentioned these few statistics, they're, they're all as of the third quarter of last year. The, the average monthly car payment on a new car loan for as of, again, third quarter of last year, don't want to be too redundant, um, was 500 and... Um, I don't want to misquote it, $554 per month. So if you heard that correctly, it's $554 a month, the average new car car payment, and the new car amount finance, the average, again, for the same time period, $36,514 was the average amount that was financed on a new car. And, of course, obviously there's cars that are less expensive and more expensive. But if, if you 
heard that, um, the there's obviously a, a huge difference. Um, and uh, I lost track for a second. Um, what I was going to share was that the average used car monthly payment as of the same time period was just under $385 per month. And just to be clear, um, I, now, today, a year you know, later, because we're coming on the third quarter of, of 2020, um, with that, um, ultimately, I can assure you that all those numbers, whether you know, went up in the wrong direction, if, if that makes any sense. Um, in, from a year ago, the new car average price is higher, and the average loan term would be slightly longer, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, when people reach out to us and they're looking to, to purchase a vehicle and they, they don't really necessarily know what they want, but they have an idea of what they want, you know, sometimes it may be a, a good idea to, if nothing else, open your mind because um, I, I had someone call recently and they were looking for a third row you know, which means like a up to like a seven passenger sport utility vehicle. What a shocker, by the way! Um, if you look around um, over these past few years, um, it's it's been a very um, very heavy SUV slash um, truck marketplace uh, across the entire United States, but but certainly holds very much true here in the Phoenix Metro. The bottom line is at least two-thirds of the vehicles that are sold here in our market have certainly been crossovers and full-size vehicles. Well, this gentleman who reached out to me um, just recently for a third-row sport utility vehicle was, in the first place, intelligently, I would say, um, looking for a used vehicle and not a new one because what he shared with me was that he and his wife would like to have a budget somewhere around $400 per month. And in order to have a payment of around $400 per month and get a third row sport utility vehicle, by the way, he, he wanted something relatively new, not brand new, but um, almost new, ideally with less than 25,000 miles on it. And I, I asked him if, you know, if he had a particular like model in mind or, or something that he, you know, had looked at that he thought would, you know, be preferable to him. And he mentioned a few vehicles that, that I think are pretty good. Um, he mentioned the Honda Pilot, which I think is an excellent vehicle. And he mentioned, um, what did he mention? Um, oh, a GMC um, Acadia, which uh, I think is a very nice vehicle as well. Um, I was a Honda dealer, the, the general manager and managing partner of a Honda dealership for over 10 years. And I, I was there for over 14 years. And I'm arguably a little biased towards Hondas as you know, just in general, I, I think they're they're a really good car. I, I don't think they're the best car ever. I, I do think in some models they're they're the best value for the dollar spent. That's still true today. But anyway, with that, um, he'd looked at the Honda Pilot, the GMC Acadia. He hadn't driven one yet, but for his wife, it was important to have the third row, and for him, important to have a, a budget close to four hundred a month. And he was in a position to put as much as a couple thousand down, and I suspect. If he needed to, he could even put a little more down. And just in talking to him, I, I certainly believe that's the case. So, in in visiting with him, um, and you know, if you're someone that's in the market or 
someone that's considering getting a, a third row crossover sport utility vehicle. Um, Obviously, they're they're a little bit more expensive than say a Honda Civic, or even a, a, a mid-size you know SUV or a smaller SUV, say like a, a Rav Four or a Chevy Equinox or a Honda CRV. Um, those are are kind of smaller, and then you know the middle range ones, you know something maybe like a. You know, I don't know. Um, there's all kinds of things out there that are five passenger crossovers. You know, there's the Hyundai Santa Fe. There's there's just a, a, a plethora of ones that are kind of mid range. And then, you know, if you need a larger vehicle and you need a third row, and I don't think they actually need a third row, by the way. I, I think it's something that, you know, his wife would like to have. And I, I think that the extra storage would be something that they would arguably appreciate. But he's retired. And, and she is, you know, she works about six miles away and arguably, I, I don't think, puts a lot of miles on a vehicle. And so anyway, um, with that, I, I want to, before we go to break, I'll, I'll catch up on the rest of this after the break. But I want to send out a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Their slogan is the dealer for the people. And by gosh, they mean it. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. 
My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, in the last segment, I was talking about this nice gentleman who had reached out to me recently who, again, was looking for a late model, you know, maybe like an 1819, something almost new, with under 25,000 miles, wanting it to have the third row in in a SUV. It didn't need to be four wheel drive or anything. And Ultimately, he had looked at, as I mentioned, the GMC Acadia and the Honda Pilot, which I think are both nice vehicles. The The key, of course, is to try to buy one of those a, a year old or, or two years old with low mileage. They're, they're not a $21,000, $23,000 vehicle with that kind of mileage and, and, and that those kinds of features. And in order for him to accomplish what he was hoping to accomplish, the vehicle would need to cost somewhere close to that in order for it to, to work for his budget. And, you know, ultimately, you know, as an example, um, I thought of, you know, another vehicle that he might want to consider, which is like the Toyota Highlander. And, you know, it's a vehicle that typically leases pretty well. And he wasn't you know, in a situation where he needed all the loaded features. He didn't need to have it with, you know, leather and all the loaded upgrades. He was, you know, very rational, I think, in, in that regard. But when I mentioned that, he thought that he shouldn't even look at one because they were so much more expensive than the Acadia or the Pilot. And just for, you know, edification, um, they're, they're pretty much the same kind of sticker price. A Honda Pilot and a Toyota Highlander, comparably equipped are, are pretty similar in, in price. Wouldn't you agree, Gary? You know, as a matter of fact, I would. And they, I would assume the GMC Acadia would be very comparable, too, depending on how it was equipped. The GMC Acadia could arguably be, be quite a bit more. Is that also true? You know, I was actually looking at something, so I wasn't paying attention. Well, ultimately, a, a GMC Acadia fully equipped could be certainly a lot more than in the 40,000 well, range. Uh, well, a fully loaded pilot's over almost 50 grand. And a fully loaded Denali Acadia could be 60, couldn't it? Or you know, close? I don't know if it goes that high, close, but I though. know for sure it's over 50. So, you know, but that's the thing that people don't get today, that a Toyota RAV4 can be over $40,000. A RAV4. You know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that the new Nissan Sentra starts at 19 grand. You know, I laugh, you know, and it's almost comical when people want to look at these $40,000 cars and then tell you they want a $400 payment. Well, and to kind of go with what I was discussing earlier, sometimes there there's a way to, to get close to that. And the way to do that would be to do a lease instead of a conventional but, purchase. But you and I both know that leases are not as attractive this year as they were last year. And incentives, lease cash, money factors aren't as great. And residuals have been affected by the amount of used cars that are popping in. Because if you to- you see what's going on in the used car market, and a lot of that is two things, rental cars and lease returns. As, as you mentioned that, to give you an idea, um, the, on a, and of course, every 
circumstance stands on its own. But what I decided to do was just do an inquiry and find out if I was helping a client get the best possible deal on a new Highlander, what could it be? And needs to say the, the client is not even interested in leasing a vehicle. It's not something that he's probably ever even considered in his life, I would imagine. But I felt like I should at least bring it up to him because ultimately the monthly payment that he was trying to achieve, no way to accomplish. And ultimately what I learned was in this particular scenario, he could get a vehicle that's sticker priced for over $40,000, have all the dealer add-ons, you know, the, the second sticker that we talk about, the, the addendum, where often dealers add for the desert protection package and the, you know, aftermarket alarm systems and door edge guards and the poppycock that they inflate the price for so they can try to make more profit. That's obviously their job. They're there to try to make profit. But ultimately, including all the dealer add-ons that had been added, the monthly payment, including tax license and all fees, $439 a month. And I thought about that. And when you hear that out loud, Gary, it's a vehicle brand new, 2020, MSRP over 40000 from the manufacturer, before the add-ons, which would be included, including the tax license, registration, first month's payment, 35 left, 439 a month, including tax all fees. Does that make sense in your opinion compared to a six-year loan on a three-year-old? Yeah, well, here's what I found 50, out. Miles. Most people don't have any sense when it comes to buying a car. There's some truth to what you just said. Please you know, expand. And what I mean when I say that is Dana and I don't sell cars. We help people buy cars. And I had somebody that actually had the audacity that listens to the radio show, and I don't even care if he's listening, to tell me to get me pricing because he needed to make sure he was worth me helping him. And if that's the way you feel and you don't understand what it is that we do, we really can't help you. And the most annoying part of the whole process was he act- I actually called my friend. And when I called him with the number, it wasn't a whole lot better, but it was definitely better than what he had. And he actually said to me, well, my wife doesn't like the car. Well, if your wife didn't like the car, why did you even negotiate on it? Well, he thought he could change your mind. Well, he couldn't change your mind. And, you know, Dana made a very valid point. You have to make a decision when you're buying a car. You either buy what you want and you pay what the payment is or you buy what your budget allows you to buy. Because $40,000 cars and $400 payments, the only way to make that work is the way that he just explained, leasing the car. There's nothing wrong with leasing a car. It's another way to pay for a vehicle. When I always talk to people and you bring up leasing to them and they're not familiar with it, they turn around and say, well, I want to own the car. Well, guess what, folks? Unless you write a check, when you walk into the dealership, you own nothing. Okay, It's called a lien holder. And what's the term when it's the it's a trust normally that owns the lease company, the lease uh, company. Uh, they would be like lease trust right. for the manufacturer. So, so there, there is no advantage. Now, if you're somebody that wants to drive a brand new car every 36 months, can live within the mile recommendations that they talk about, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with leasing a car. And I actually read something the other day that, they're actually considering, a couple of manufacturers are considering 5,000 mile a year leases due to the fact 
that people have been sent home to work. It's affected the clothing industry. It's affected the dry cleaning industry. Airline industry. So many industries. Now, what, what makes me, when I think about it, I laugh because I drove my wife's truck the other day. We, we re-registered the car. So the new plates came. And I happened to notice that the day the new plates came, her one-year-old truck had 3,200 miles on it. She's always worked from home. But does that mean that she goes out and leases a car for 36 months for 15,000 miles? No, because she'll keep that car way longer. So the most important thing to remember is all leases a different way to pay for a car. So well, think about this scenario, Gary, as, as we talk about this next gentleman. Ultimately, for, well, I didn't realize. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah. So I want to send out a very special thanks to BNN Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona, 85032. Family-owned business, Bobby Rabati is the contact that I have there. His phone number is 602-722-9151. Great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles. No hassle, no BS. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me! He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green, and I'm here with my dear friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. You know, when I was talking earlier about the gentleman with us having to prove what it is we do, the best form of any relationship is word of mouth. And Dana and I have done this for about 10 years and we help people buy cars. And I got an email from a gentleman, and the gentleman said, I'm interested in a blue signature Mazda CX-5. I've located one at this dealership, two at this dealership. Can you help me? So I called him, and I said, absolutely, I can help you. It's a very simple transaction. A dear friend of mine is a general sales manager at a local Mazda dealership. It happened to be one of the cars that he saw So we went down to the dealership and we talked and we did this and we did that. And guess what? He was looking for a blue signature and bought a red reserve. Reserve is one step down from a signature. They're both all wheel drive and they both have the turbo motor. But one thing that I don't ever do is not there to convince you to buy anything. We're just there to have a conversation of if it makes sense. Does it make sense to pay $3,000 to have beepers that go off in the back of the car or in the front of the car if you're too close to something? Is navigation something that's necessary? There were three or four items, and the gentleman realized that none of those items were that important, so he went down to the reserve. When we went to the reserve, they only had white and they only had red. So he decided for red. So while we were sitting there, we were working the whole transaction, and I gave him two choices. If you're going to pay cash, this would be your price of the car. If you want the 0% financing, this is the price of the car. It's a $1,500 rebate or 0%. Now, Dana will know the answer to this, and the salesman didn't. If you're putting fifteen. If you're putting $14,000 down between the equity in your trade, the tax savings in your 10 grand check, you're financing 23 grand and you plan on paying it off in two years. You absolutely take the incentive, not the 0%, unequivocally. the, The salesman told me, what am I doing? Why are you telling him that? That's the wrong thing. He should take the 0%. The salesman is absolutely incorrect. So when we were sitting there, we went through the whole thing, and the gentleman was getting ready to pay me. It was kind of funny because he actually said it in front of the salesman. Well, you know, the price that I got from this dealership was this. And before I could say anything else, the salesman said, well, when we quote prices for Costco, the customer needs to understand when they get there, they pay $1,400. And I'm saying $1,400 because it was $1,300 and change in the dealer ads. Explain that, because say that a little slower, Gary. Say that one more time, please. The car dealership has an addendum for over $1,800. When they price quote a car through Costco, they don't include the dealer ads. So when he got there and he thought his price at 34000 was okay, and my price with the $1,500 rebate was under 33000 including the dealer ads, 
he kind of realized at that point that not only did I save him money on the price of the car, was I showed him how to do this without writing a check for the full amount of the vehicle. We're not there to convince you to buy anything. We're there to point you in the correct direction of buying a vehicle. Before, not only in the correct direction of buying a vehicle, but best how, way to pay for it. How to pay for it, and and more importantly, if you are paying for it. How do if it is financing conventionally? How and where to to get the the best rate? We're we're there to protect and guide our consumers to help them get the best deal possible that they could hope to get. Unless you plan to have the dealership write you a check for several thousand dollars because you're just that charming, you you have to have some reasonable expectation that. They can only go so far. Now, the funny thing was, when I told the salesman the rate that I wanted, he looked at me like I was out of my mind. And I'm not sharing what rates I get customers They're on. They're really phone. low. I can okay. share that with you. And the funny thing me was, too. I told him, these are the banks I want you to send it to. So he had to redo the paperwork. So I guess when they send the deal back to finance, the deal's loaded. So we switched the 0% to the rate that I wanted. And the funny thing is, when we went into finance... The rate that I quoted was 0.05 less than what they were actually able to get him. And I can assure you this. If the finance director would have picked up the phone and said, I need you to drop the rate from 0.64 to 0.59, and that's not what telling you what the first number was, he could have got it. But it was a difference of about 12 cents in the payment. The customer didn't care. We're your car insiders. We work for you. We don't work for the dealers. We're here to help you, only you, get a new vehicle. We're going to spend out a very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. You know, we go where it is we want, and we go where it is where they understand what it is we do to help you buy a car. And trust me when I tell you, Joey Staples, Adam Breen, Alex Medina, and Chad Sasan understand what it is that Dana and I do. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. You know, in the earlier segment, you know, I had referenced how long people were financing new cars for, how how much a, a new car average transaction price was. And what I wanted to do was help people understand when you're able to lease a vehicle and you're able to lease it, as I described, um, and again, every circumstance stands on its own. Leasing is not for everyone, and nor would I think it is. There are people that absolutely should not lease. 
there are people that absolutely should lease and they absolutely just don't understand it. We're here to help you understand. You know, and that's the most important thing. And Dana and I were talking about it during the break because it's there's nobody that understands a car lease better than he does. Now, he mentioned something about a $40,000 vehicle and a 400 and what payment? $39 total payment. Okay, $439 total payment. If you were to finance 84 months at a rate that you can't get because I don't know what bank has 3% for 84 months. Me either. But let's just say you could get 3.11% for 84 months. On a $40,000 loan, that is a $531 payment. The real rate, if you actually went and you put in something like 5%, now you're at $565 a month. You're more than $120 a month more for 84 months, seven years. Instead of 35 months. And ultimately... A brand new vehicle, you know, is under warranty, and I'm not going to get into all the semantics of why it might make sense to. How many thirty thousand mile cars do you see at a car dealership that don't have brand new tires? Not too many. No, no, no. Oh, they use uh, used car. Oh, used car. They'll, they'll leave whatever's on it. Right. So if the tires are at five thirty seconds, you're not getting brand new tires. And so, the same with brakes. Same. That's you know, again, when someone's out to to buy a vehicle, and if the average term is. Again, only four months shorter than people are financing brand new cars for. And when you buy a used car, it's already got miles on it, like Gary just shared. Well, if it's already got twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 miles on it, what do you think happens when, when you have the 40, 50, 60, 70,000 miles on it? You've got the maintenances, all these different costs that you know you have to do that you don't face in the earlier life of a vehicle. Do you agree, Gary, or disagree? Oh, I couldn't agree more. And it's one of Dana's favorite things is when people call and they want to talk to us about rental cars. Now, a rental car is completely different than a one-owner vehicle. Even though on the rental car, on the Carfax, it says one-owner vehicle. It is not a one-owner car. It is a rental rocket. So when you take 30,000 miles on a rental car and you divide that by the average car rental, which is probably less than 400 miles. I think that's reasonable. So let's just divide it by 400. At 30,000 miles, at 400 miles for the average rental, 75 people have driven the car. Now... When's the last time that you saw a fully loaded model of anything as a rental car? Nope. Now, I remember back in the day, Dodge actually made certain Dodge Chargers that the only companies that could buy them were rental Rental. cars. Smaller motors, no power seats. Some of them didn't have cruise control. People always tell me, well, I want a rental car. It's got to have navigation. Well, rental cars don't normally have navigation because the rental car company wants to rent you a car and have you pay for Garmin. You know, it's it's a matter of understanding. Now, there are certain instances that leasing a car makes absolutely zero sense whatsoever. But there's certain times that it makes all the sense in the world. And I worked for a gentleman in the late 80s, early 90s, and he was never a leasing guy. When I explained to him about leasing a car and he leased his first Lexus in 1992, I don't think he's ever bought a car again. There's nothing wrong because well, people, well, I want to own my car. You don't own anything until you pay for it. And whatever equities in your car, you put it there with your money. 
you know, and just so people understand, you don't have to be an expert in leasing because Gary and I are. And all the terminology, and I'm just going to share with you, you know, some of the terms, the closed-end lease, which is all that's really offered in the market, means that the lender guarantees the value of the vehicle at lease maturity, meaning that if you just stay within what you agree to, if you agree to a 12,000-mile-a-year lease or a 15,000-mile-a-year lease or a 20,000-mile-a-year lease, whatever it is that you agreed to, as long as you stay within that criteria as far as the mileage throughout the course of the term, then ultimately you have the right to simply return it in the event that you do not want it and be obligated to not pay one penny. Do you, and hopefully you understand that. There could be a disposition fee on a lease, which is another term, which means in the event that you don't exercise your option to buy the vehicle, at the end of the lease you decide, hey, it's not worth buying. It, you know, the residual was you know, 14000 and it's only worth about 12000 Well, that's one of the advantages of leasing. You don't have to buy it. You can just pay a small couple hundred dollar fee and return the car, no harm, no foul. Gary, you were going to add something? You know, and it's it's... The one thing with the lease, we've said it before, it's just a different way to pay for a car. Now, I know the answer to this, but let's just picture this. Let's just say you went out and you bought a car, and you financed the car for 72 months, and you're going to have a monthly payment that is this. And all of a sudden, you decide that 18 months into this, this car no longer works for you. What is the best way to bury negative equity and make sure it's gone in 36 months. I know the answer, but go ahead, Gary. Lease a car. I took a friend to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai, and he had a $484 payment. He had 54 months left on a 72-month loan on a Buick that was used and had no warranty, and he was out of factory warranty. So he leased for 48 months. And 60,000 miles. Just so you know, as Gary shares this, normally. We don't, but I'm going to finish the story and you'll understand why. It's a beautiful story. Continue. So he leases the car. He lowers his payment. And the reason the 48-month lease worked on the Hyundai is because the base warranty of a Hyundai, not the powertrain, is five years and 60,000 miles. The whole car. A four-year lease doesn't work if you're leasing a car that's three years and 36,000 miles because you're going to have an unprotected portion of that lease unless you get out in 36 months. We sat down. He lowered his payment. He got a brand new Hyundai Sonata Limited, got out of the Buick. It paid off the negative of equity. 54 months, he lowered his payment for 48 months to lease the car. And when we sat down in the finance office, the finance manager was a guy that I didn't particularly care for. He wanted to pitch the guy on an 84-month purchase. And before I could say one word, the customer's words to the finance guy was, do you think I'm stupid? Well, you know, as you say that, Gary, that man learned what he needed to do. And 
after completing that lease, it, he can go about the next car how, however he chooses to. He's not going to be carrying over anything negative. He's guaranteed to be able to walk away and be free and clear. And that's probably one of the only times in the 10 years that Gary and I have been working together that Gary's even done a four-year lease. You know, because every other time, I guarantee it was either three years or 39 months or, tw- or 24 months or 27 months, and it wasn't four years or... It, ever because normally the sweet spot is 36 months. But in this one scenario, it was the smart thing to go four years for him based on what he owed, based on what he had, based on him having no warranty, based on how much he owed on that damn car. And he was guaranteed in, to be able to have the peace of mind of knowing he was protected until And the, the most end. important part of, the war- of a lease when you're looking past 36 months is understanding what your warranty is. Now, I helped a friend of mine lease for 36 months a Maserati that was $160,000. And when his lease was over, it was 36 months, he had 7,000 miles on the car. So we decided, or maybe he had 10,000 miles. It didn't really matter. So we said, what should I do? I said, it's really simple. Until the next deal jumps out and bites you in the face, you're going to extend your lease with Chase month to month because the lease is 36 months but a Maserati warranty was 48 months so he still so he leased the car for I don't know how many more months until a deal popped up and he jumped on another car which is something that depending on the scenario you can do on a three year lease you can often extend those depending on the circumstance it's not common but again Gary's knowledge of how this works enabled him to guide the client into what was best for the client that is what did what you we- just say what we do is what's best for you we don't give you the second best scenario it's just not what we're here for and getting back to the the different wording or terminology because it's lack of understanding when people don't lease and they should when i see a scenario where i know based on their lifestyle based on their finances based on everything that's put in front of me i know that it would have unless they just wanted to pay a lot more to, to say I own it when, as Gary pointed out, until you've made the final payment, if you miss one... I mean, they can repossess your car if you only have one payment left? They'll come get the car. Rest assured. But You know, I'm going to bring up something from 1992. Go ahead. Dana brought up something earlier, and he brought up a term, and it was closed-end lease. Back in the mid-'80s, a lot of people got burnt in leases because they did something that was called an opened-end lease. And without going into the details of that, when I worked at Scottsdale Lexus in 1992, 1993, we did not pitch leases to customers that didn't come in asking about a lease. Because so many people had had such a bad taste. And the other thing about it was... They'd been cheated by by a Chevy dealer in Scottsdale back then. I remember them well. And the one thing that I always want people to understand and why they didn't want us to pitch the lease until the customer bought the car was it was something that the customer could say, that's a great point. And I'm going to go home and think about it. I'm not sure if I want to lease the car or buy the car. Well, Dana and I explain everything to people as it's going. The one thing that I don't give people is tax advice. But I did have a client that called me this week and his car was totaled. 
and he doesn't have a personal business, personal checking account. He only has a business account. Well, he's going to get a check for his car that was totaled that he has to deposit into his business account. And he was afraid that that was going to get reported as income. I don't believe the check that you get from your insurance company for your vehicle being totaled goes under income. No, it does not. Of course, but not. I, I, you know, I just said if you, if you're, if you're not comfortable, call your accountant, call whoever does your taxes. But I can't tell you how many times when I worked in that dealership, the customer bought the car, and the only time we could pitch the lease was after they signed all the paperwork buying the vehicle. And I want to just interject. We're, we're not here trying to sell or pitch absolutely anything, I, I can assure you. We're here to guide you, to protect you. Would you help you. somebody buy an Alfa Romeo? Um, no, I would not. But if they wanted to lease one? I'd happily help them lease it, but they would. the reason why I wouldn't help them buy one would be depreciation, yeah. risk of... De- Superman card, faster than a speeding bullet, the value drop. The other thing I'm going to share with you is there's people that buy brand new Honda Civic LXs, maybe an EX, a little you know entry level, or maybe the next model up, and they leave those dealerships daily paying in excess of $430 a month, putting $2,000 down and financing it for at least six years, if not seven. Same exact math, just different scenario depending on who went in and how they left. You know, want to send out a very special thanks to Larry Miller Nissan in Mesa. You know, Bill Brixey is a, is a dear friend. He's great a great guy. guy. He understands what it is. And when I say they understand what it is we do, we are bringing them business. That's business they normally wouldn't have. So we're looking for a deal that the normal person wouldn't normally get. It's found business for the dealership. They make it simple. We negotiate the deals in the dealership. Remember, you can reach me at 602 602- 525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We'll be back next Saturday.